With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome back to another episode of Trading Secrets. Today, I am joined by famous social media personality, Amanda Hirsch. Amanda became well-known serving as the host of the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast, where she talks about everything pop culture, celebrity gossip, and reality TV recaps, while consistently sharing her self-deprecating humor, honesty, and relatability with her listeners. In my conversation with Amanda, we are going to cover all the ins and outs of managing a podcast, social media, all the following that she has, and keeping up with her hourly updates of celebrity gossip. Ironically enough, when she walked in here, we talked about a little bachelor gossip, maybe a breakup in the news that I would not confirm or deny, or maybe I don't even know, but she knows it all. And on top of that, she also wears the name tag of number one mom and number one wife. How does she do it all? We're here to find out, Amanda. Thank you so much for being on this episode of Trading Secrets. Thank you. I love that. Number one mom and number one... Wife. Wife. Yeah. I'll make a t-shirt. Yeah. And then you're going to have to add number one podcaster on there because you're kicking ass right now. Oh my God. Thank you. It's a weird thing, podcasting, right? I feel like it's hard to like own it. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, I'm just talking in a microphone, but it's like a thing. It's a job. You're doing it, but it's hard for me at least yeah. to really own that. So when people compliment my podcast or or listen to it, or it means so much to me because I I don't think of it highly enough. Do you when, know what I mean? When you say you don't own it, like, do you not look at podcasting as an occupation, or do you right. not say like you do not put like a lot of equity in the fact that like you run a show? You're just like, eh, it's just one thing I do, right? And yeah. It, no, I think that's how I started it. It was like, if you, you know, have a social media page and that was the next step, that was the obvious next step. And I wasn't a pioneer in the podcast space, which you always wish you were right. You're always like, oh, I wish I would have started like, (laughs) I mean, people are still starting podcasts now, Oh yeah. but I wish I would have started when people weren't even listening to podcasts. But I think it's more like started it as the natural transition. And I know it got much better. Like if I'd listened to first episodes, but you get better at interviewing, get better at at talking. But I think it's hard for me to accept that it's such a big part of what I do now. And it's not just, oh, I just talk into a microphone once a week. You know, what's interesting is that you say that, and then here's a little behind the scenes too. So I just, so for anyone that doesn't know, Amanda and I are under the same network, it's Dear Media, and they do quarterly updates, quarterly reviews, right? And so obviously, sharing secrets, I'm a big numbers guy. I want to know all the numbers, <laughs> oh, right? Are I'm, you okay with the fact that you don't get to see them consistently? Yeah, I want them like tomorrow. You would want them like every day. Yeah, you be- would want to have to, you would want access to them all the time. Yes. But, but you don't get them. Because I'm the kind of guy, I'm like, inputs equal output. Output gives me more information, like try and do things different. So I asked them the question. I said, okay, give me three. At the end, we finished the whole review. And I said, I need three podcasts right now with Dear Media that I'm not talking about like OG did well. I'm talking about like they're kicking ass right now. And the reason I'm asking this is because I want to go like see what they're doing or have some type of takeaways from how they're doing things. And things are going great, but you could always be better. And so one of the podcasts they said was yours. And I said, okay, tell me, what is Amanda doing? Like, what do you think it is? And she's like, they're like, you know what? It's actually hard to like peg that down because she's so like kind of off the cuff. Like she's just like, she has an idea. She goes, it's not like this, like crazy planning session. Right. I like put this into it. You just stay on top of things and you just pump it out is what they say. So it's interesting that that you're, that you also are like, I don't even put that much value (laughs) in it when maybe it's because you're just like this, your podcast is who you are and what you do is just what you think. And it's not this, like for me, like a business plan of like drawing it up. Right. And, and I think I like that. And I think that a lot of my life is balancing that out. The fact that I do things on a whim, they're usually impetuous. They're usually not that well thought out. 
And there are so many things that in retrospect, I'm like, oh, I should have put more effort into that because not everything will work out in life if you're not going to give 100%. But for me, sometimes they do. Yeah. So sometimes it's like you lean on that, but sometimes you're like, no, it could be better. But but here's my thing with a podcast. Like, I'm not about like, I wanted you on my podcast because I know you. I watched The Bachelor. It was interesting. Yeah. You know, I know your life. I know your dog's. I'm not going to have on like a pitch that I get, you know, to have a guest for next week. Gotcha. Do you know what I mean? You're going to do it the way um, like your brain right. sees it. Yeah. Even if it's somebody known and they're like, Amanda, this person has 8 million followers sure. and everyone, I'm like, I don't know this person. Yeah. So, so it's I don't, not going to so I'm relate. not going to do it. So I think I'm very specific about the things that I do and know that that means a lot. I'm, I'm it's still, I think because. I'm like the opposite of an overnight TikTok sensation where they get like, you know, 50 million followers a day. So I've been actually in this game for like six years. So Instagram is like my home, even though it's such an annoying app sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, this is where I chose to be. Love the relationship. Every day. AI changes by the Shadow second. bands and weird shit. I think it's just hard for me to accept that like podcast that I started, it was later in the game is like such a huge part of what I do now. I and love it's hard it. for me to also accept that I can like, that some people say I do it well. And it's just a weird thing. The whole thing is weird, but I think it took me like five years to like own the Instagram thing. So I think the podcast will take me like another year to be like, wait, I'm a podcaster. <laughs> it'll, what the fuck is that? It'll click. It's going to click. <laughs> I want to get into your podcast. Yeah. I want to get into your social media. We're going to do all that, but I got to address the elephant in the room here. We know what the elephant in the room is. Do you know what it is? The ugly studio? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, dear media. Come on. Step it up. We want windows. We want a view. Yeah. Give us something yeah. here. Like a Statue a, of Liberty from a distance. A glass. A glass window. All right. The elephant in the room. Yeah. You said that sometimes you wish you had prepared more. You said sometimes you just go off the cuff. You landed Kim and Khloe Kardashian as guests. Right. So I think as I'm preparing for this interview, I'm like, there's got to be takeaways from the way that she got in with Kim and Khloe Kardashian to the fact that they would sit one-on-one -on -one with her for hours extensively and explain everything. There's got to be something that like anyone can take away, like even a salesperson in, in Pennsylvania or someone trying to find their next job in New York. So tell me how. How did you get Kim Kardashian and Khloe Kardashian on your podcast live? Okay. First of all, you said that like made me you're you're making me like re step back from them and like realize these things. I think here's what I'll say. Like today, for instance, I was listening to the song First Class by Jack Harlow and I put up. I'm like, you guys, you know that this is Jack Harlow. And they're like, literally, are you joking? <laughs> like you're supposed to be a pop culture person. And here you are. You don't know basic shit. And, and that's the thing. Like, I'll always say my page isn't. TMZ. It's not page six. I'm not coming with the scoops. I'm not the paparazzi outside of the, the place. I really like pop culture and I really like sharing my opinions on it, commenting on it in, in a specific way that I do that I guess people relate to. And that's always really important to me. Like, do you remember the Hilaria Baldwin thing with the Spanish yes, thing? Yes, of course. So with that, even I remember it was quarantine. It was such a major thing. Yeah. It was boring and this was happening. Yeah. And I was so into it. And I was like, <laughs> post the different things. But I always said to you guys, I'm not finding this. I don't do deep dives. I, I'm just seeing these things. I want to share them with you. And the New York Times called me to interview me for the piece that they actually got her, like, so they got an interview with her and they wanted me as well. And I remember even told the reporter, like, I need you to know, I'm not taking credit for these deep dives. Sure. But I think at the end of the day, my pa my genuine passion for this shit and my, you know, how people see that I'll be in the middle of like, you know, holding Noah, my son on my shoulder and washing a dish, but being like, you guys, Courtney, cut her hair, you know, and <laughs> they just see that I genuinely care about what I do. So just that in general. And I think with the Kardashians, it's really something that happened. And I even ask myself, Jason, like, if I had to know the formula to get them to like me in the way that they do, I wouldn't know, I wouldn't know how to do it. <laughs> like, how did I do it? And I look back and I'm like, I think I have a certain chutzpah, maybe because I'm mm. half Israeli that like other people maybe don't have in a way that I'm not mean and I'm not, I'm like snarky, but not mean. Mm. And I think there is some sort of formula that I can't pinpoint that worked. But what I think happened was like, I, I started noticing that their friends kind of follow me and want to interact with me. And who were some of their first friends that followed you? 
Like Steph Shep, who was Kim's assistant, and now she's like a whole entrepreneur on her own, which is a lot. You should have her on. It's it's a it's wild to watch it from the side. Like literally, her assistant, who is now like on their level, is crushing. Like it. mansion, you know, living the life, and their friend. But she was her assistant, legit booking her flights. You know, whatever. Gotcha. So I remember Steph Shep, and I remember Steph Shep once DM'd me like, "Oh my god, we love your account." And I remember I was like at home, and I was like. <laughs> We. Yeah, I heard we. I heard we. And I like told my sister, I was like, we. Who's that? Her and her boyfriend? Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. we. It's yeah. we. And then like more. But I think it was like this formula that worked that was like, I'm not up there, asshole, but I'm not mean. And, you know, could be a dumb bitch, but I'm kind of smart. And I have a family, so I'm not some like loser from the street. And I'm like a fan, but they could probably see as a friend. I think it was just all these things. That's what I'm saying, Jason. Like, I wish if I if I look back and be like, how do I get them to like be on my rate? I never tagged them. I never wanted, you know, accounts like tag people. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. they'll see. I never was doing that. And were and, you DMing um, them at all? Well, they started. We started being more in contact. Yeah. Are you trying to tell me they asked you to come on your pod? A hundred percent. They asked to come on my podcast. Stop. Yeah. Kim and Chloe, I came to you and asked you <clears throat> well, to come on exactly the podcast. What happened. Well, first of all, okay, so never DM them in my life, right? Okay. And then, because it's like one of those things where like, what am I going to DM the air? Like, sure. they're not going to yeah, answer me. Right? Yeah. 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 And then Courtney was my fave. Who's your fave? Like, um, looks wise even. Okay. This is how bad I am with pop culture. Yeah, I know. I Who is assume. the youngest one? Kyle. No, you probably mean the, Kendall. You like Kendall, the model. The model. Oh, Jason, you're so fucking obvious. Uh, Fine. <laughs> you like the model. Oh. Shocker. <laughs> Who's the model one? Give it away. Tall, okay. darker. What, Caitlin uh, doesn't teach you things? What do you mean? Like you don't know pop culture. She knows. I'm bad. I'm bad. She makes fun of me for it. Okay. Yeah. So I never, never responded to their stories because like, again, and then the only time I did was when I saw Courtney went on Addison Ray's podcast. Okay. You know who Addison Ray is? Yes, I do. Okay. It's a big and TikToker. You probably didn't know she had a podcast. I did not know she yeah, had a podcast. I don't know if it, even if it's I know still more about exists. brand deals she's done. Yeah. Literally, she's, her team just throwing darts she's at done every a lot No, but don't you think deals. that's like not the brand, the like fragrance, makeup. It's like the, they wanted to nail all just options of yeah. things she could do. And it's just, I don't think it's going well. I've talked to a couple uh, chief marketing officers who have done the deals directly with her. And I will say the feedback about performance was not good. Yeah, I heard that too. So I think maybe, I think when you spread yourself too thin, yeah. you start to lose engagement. You start to lose, yeah. lose clicks. We also just had Jill Zarin on from Real oh my Housewives, God, Housewives of New York. Jesus, Jason. And they have a line and they give out free product, hoping they'll post. But when they post, they'll track it. And D'Amelio performed worse than a lot of people from The Bachelor when, when it comes to clicks and buys. Isn't wow. that crazy? I'm not surprised. Yeah. I'm not and surprised. I have kind of the, the volume, though. Okay, but let's yeah, go. Yeah, the volume, but it's like, yeah, they need to believe you. They need to believe um, you. So never DM them. And then when I saw Courtney was like on Addison's Ray, Ray's podcast, I remember being like, fuck that shit. She should be on my podcast. So that was the only story I ever responded to. I responded to Courtney. This was, I can look it up, maybe like six months ago. Okay. Or maybe more, maybe a year ago. So I responded without even thinking like, da, da, da. I was just like, you need to be on my podcast. And she, and all of a sudden I see a response and she's like, oh my God, like, should I? And I was like, ah, and I was in the <laughs> when middle. When was this? Like recently? No, I said like a year ago. Does she follow you? So no. So how does she see the DM? So it's a good question. I think she was like watching my story. I think at that point I noticed that she was watching my stories and yeah, watching my stories. Okay. That might've been the time. She could have put me in the primary box. You never know. Damn. Like preemptively. Wow. So she In the recap, I'll explain the primary, general, and all box. <laughs> Just wait for the recap. They keep going. <laughs> have you explained it before? No. <laughs> okay. Um, so if you're getting people's primary box, like that's like, that's <laughs> not, the shit. Not a big deal. So she answered me. It was wild. And she was like, should I? And I remember I was in the middle of recording a podcast with Jackie Schimmel. She was on our yep. network too. And I was like, wait, wait, Jackie, I need to tell you what just happened. And, and because I already read it and 
Courtney probably saw a scene. I was like, oh my God, I need to answer. You can't yeah, leave her unseen. Can't leave her hanging. <laughs> can't leave her hanging. So Jackie helped me formulate a response that was probably in retrospect, not me, because if someone else is like sure. helping you. It said like fuck and queen and like all these things. Yeah. But I think I was just like, <laughs> it would be so cool. I'd be fucking honor. I'd like you're a queen. And she was like, it would be so fun. Like, yeah, I like, oh, and I was like, because I love you so much. She's like, I love you too. I feel like we're best friends. And then I like fainted. I was wow. like, she feels like we're best. So that's when I realized I was like, wait, they're watching. They know. And um, I don't know how long it was after, but I kept on seeing Courtney watch my stories. Of course, in my mind, I'm like, can you just follow? But I never expect too much. It's like, I don't expect anything. But Courtney didn't come on. Right. Then like a month later... Kim starts following me. Wow. That's pretty wild. Wild. I was like, this has to be like, a, like, does she know? Like, why? I'm like, she could just like not follow me and watch her. But she followed. I died in the street. Like, I remember I found out I was like going to faint. And and I remember for the first few days, <laughs> Jason, for the first few days, I was like, she's going to realize what she did and like unfollow. She's sure. going to like, want to keep her you know, count low. She's following like 150 people. Jeez. It was a really huge deal. And you know, when you watch your, you see your own stories and you'll see, obviously we can't go through and all the people, but right. I'll, you'll see like the three uh, little bubbles or something. Right. Yeah. So you'll see like one. Of the I'll bubbles. cover that in the recap too. <laughs> okay. Three bubbles. <laughs> and so one of the bubbles is her face. And it always like, Still to this day, I'm like, there she is, like your mom watching, yeah, you know. Yeah. But but ever since then, like, yeah, if I respond to Kim's story, she'll respond. If no I respond way. to Courtney's, she'll respond. Sometimes Kim, the other week, oh my God, I'll give some tea here. The other week I posted, there was a photo that Kim put up. This is breaking news, you guys. Breaking news. Dun, 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 dun. There's a photo of wait, are you putting a soundtrack? No. Oh. Okay. So she put up this photo. Look. <laughs> Okay, got it's it. It's real. Okay. You guys with the, the mask. And I was like, this isn't Kim. And I like zoomed in. It was like, a, I was like, this isn't her. So like she responded to that and I was like, that is me, LOL. And I was like, oh my God, it doesn't look like you. So yeah, I'm <laughs> is that like. how you guys talk to each other? Is, <laughs> so, that, your, is that your Kim voice? <laughs> Poor Kim. <laughs> so yeah, so now we're cool. But the podcast thing was also literally Jason, swear in my life, we'll show you the email. In February, I was at the nail salon. I was about to leave to Israel to go on a trip. And I get a, like, through my website, like a submission sure. from Hulu. Like, the Kardashians is coming to Hulu. Would Amanda be interested in in interviewing Kim Kardashian on their podcast? We're going to need a clip of that because we're going to use it in the clip to tease this. So you're telling me they contacted you through your website, through Hulu. Through Hulu contacted me through the fucking website. I forget, like, don't even remember I have, and I have like a contact box. And so I, my first thought in the nail salon was like, what kind of mean troll is, would, mess, like, is messing with me? Shattering my dreams. Right. Would like do something fucked up like this. Like, tell me to fuck off. Tell me I'm whatever. But don't fucking make me think <laughs> that a dream is coming true. And then I like LinkedIn, the mm -hmm. woman saw that she was for real, responded right away. Which, by the way, like, you know, she thought she wasn't writing to me, that yeah. she was writing to my team. And I'll just say, like, I'm a very, I like to be on top of my shit. So even though I do have a team, like, I like, my email it. is on it. Like, okay. I need to get the first email. I don't want to not know what's going on. Got so it. everything goes to me. And I even thought, like, people would think it would be cooler for me to, like, immediately forward that email, have my team be like, Amanda would love, you know what I mean? But I... No, I'll give the respect. I'll be like, are you shitting me? You know, like I responded as me being like, of course. I was like, yeah. I think I even made a joke, which she didn't. I was like, let me think about it. Just kidding. <laughs> you know, like, it was like, of course I'd find, like, to, when, where I'm coming. And I kept on thinking it's not going to happen. Even yeah. though we were organizing and scheduling, I kept on thinking like, it's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. And it happened. When they reached out, did they reach out for both of them or just Kim? No, it was Kim. And then it, so what happened was, I'm sure we'll get into stuff, but what happened was Kim's went so well, like knock on wood, the response was so positive, which I'm so happy about because as an interviewer, like I'm not trying to get the 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 dirt, the filth. Yeah. Like I want the interview to be good and I want the interviewee to be happy and sure. feel good about it. 
So she felt good. Her team felt good. The public. Oh, sorry. Breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> what do you Take got? Take your Zoloft. <laughs> um, the everyone felt really good about it. So I was really happy. And I was texting with her like publicist or Tracy Ramellis, who's manages her whole life, basically. And she was like, yeah, oh, my God, amazing. And she was like, so when Chloe? And I was like, haha. She's like, no, for real, when? Can you do May 13th? And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And I had just gone back to New York and it was like April 20th. I was like, oh my God, I guess May 13th. And we scheduled it and I went back. Think about how much has changed in the last few years. Now, let's think about how our habits are changing, our behaviors are changing. One thing that's changing drastically is the way we read, the way we consume. If you haven't checked out Audible, check out Audible right away. My book, The Restart Roadmap, it's on Audible. Audible offers an incredible selection of audiobooks across every genre, from bestsellers in new releases to celebrity memoirs, mysteries, thrillers, motivation, wellness, business, and more. You can get the Restart Roadmap on Audible. I'm so proud of that. And we actually hit a bestseller list for Audible. So let Audible help you discover new ways to laugh, to be inspired, to be entertained. New members could try it free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash trading secrets or text trading secrets to 500-500. That is text trading secrets to 500-500. Audible.com slash trading secrets or one more time, text trading secrets to 500-500 to try Audible free for 30 days. That's audible.com slash trading secrets. This is an app I use. This is an app I use every day. This is an app that my product is currently on. Check it out. Audible. It's a game changer. Audible.com slash trading secrets. And also stay tuned to the recap because this is an app I'm proud of. This is an app I'm excited to have on the pod. And I was wrong. I stand corrected in the recap. You'll see. All right. How nervous were you when you're interviewing them? And what was your prep like? Okay. You're not going to believe me when I'm going to say that I wasn't nervous. At all. Here's the thing. I would be much more nervous interviewing somebody that I don't know anything about. Hmm. And that's why I don't like doing that because I can't fake it. Got it. I know everything (laughs) about them. You could put me in a room and like I'd literally want to know, you know, Everything. Like so, you are, your curiosities are so high with them. You could have talked to her for three days. Right. Well, I could talk to a lot of people for three days, but but I think that I wasn't hmm. nervous because I knew that they liked me already. I knew that they trusted me. And I know that I have so much to ask them. And and you feel it's like those moments. It's kind of like a inner self-talk. Something that I in those moments where I have to show up, I show up like physically, but also in my mind, I'm like, I got this. Like I'm I'm here for a reason. You All know? Right. So what's your tip? Someone hears this right now and yeah. they're thinking, I would shit my pants if I had to interview <laughs> Kim Kardashian or Chloe. What is your tip to that person who in those situations gets extremely nervous? How do they prepare? What can you advice can you give them if it's an interview, it's asking for a raise, whatever scenario it is, what advice do you have being at that stage? Well, I think the preparation is key. Like knowing you're pre- prepared, like I said, I know that I could ask them shit for three days, but I was also prepared. I had a list of questions. I, I had cue cards, which I don't usually do. Like all these extra steps for cushion. You gotcha. know what I mean? Okay. So like have a cushion. Sure but also, meant. like I said, know that you're good. Yeah. So I think my confidence in, in myself, but also be delusional. Yeah. Delusions of grandeur. Hmm. People like look that. at it as a bad thing, but I think... It really got me to where I am in my life. And if you ask, if you would see me at, you know, 17 being like submitting headshots to modeling agencies, <laughs> but you would be like, mm. <laughs> I don't know if it was modeling, but you get my point. It's sure. like, dilute. you have to be like a little bit delusional to think that you're able to do big things. Because if I, my sister, I brought her with me to Kim and she was so excited and and so cute. And we went to the bathroom at the um, her offices where it was shot. And my sister was like, Amanda, like, do you believe they're working? And I'm like, Arielle, 
stop. Cut that shit. Exactly. <laughs> do that so after. that's not the vibe, yeah. right? The vibe isn't like freaking. Fangirl. Like, do not fangirl. Do Treat not fangirl, a- but not even to them, but also to you. Like you need to go in. The same level. And especially with an interview, and I even give this advice like my sister and, and friends with interviews. It's like, this isn't a one way thing. Mm-hmm. Like, they need you, you need them. Like, right. you're not like a piece of shit on the floor that they're doing a favor to. Sure. Like, you're coming in as someone who can help this brand company. So that's another thing. That's a good perspective. Yeah. When you had all your questions prepared for Kim and Khloe Kardashian, do you have to go through a pretty rigorous process to get those questions approved? So what's so wild is no. <laughs> like, people really thought, I think people thought, you know, the questions would be fed to me mm-hmm. or like, I wrote all my questions. They wanted them before to like make sure they were cool, but they were maybe like one question they took off from each interview and they were like not even juicy, just like, nah. Just like, okay, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. When I had, so I had A Rod on and I was oh, in I person. And when we sat down, right as we sat down, he got up and he said, let me talk to you. And he brings me to the side and there, I'm not going to repeat him out of respect for him, but there are two things. I was not allowed to talk mm. about. And I didn't know if that was the case. One is and, J-Lo. Thank and you. Was, I mean, you can make those assumptions. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> but there were two. So there wasn't anything like that with Kim and Chloe. Did you ask A-Rod about the mirror pick where he kisses himself? I asked him a little bit about like narcissism. Oh, okay. He talked about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> I love that <laughs> he picture. Said, he did say like there are times in my life I look back at the shit I did and it was like the cringiest thing ever. Yeah. But because I live the way I do, kind of what you said, like I lived in this world of delusion. I lived in this world like I'm untouchable. I, I learned learned more than what most people learn in a lifetime. That was kind of his takeaway. Yeah. Like, so you have to live that way to learn more, to be better. But I mean, you know, well, it's like, fake it till you make it. It's like all these things that are like, you got to just believe in yourself in yeah. those moments and believe that you're there to do something that you're, you, people want you to do it. People think that you could do it. So you could probably do it. And if not, then what's the worst that could happen? I right. won't air it. Yeah. I always yeah. have that in the back yeah, of my mind. Exactly. This if isn't it, live. If I yeah. pass out in the middle, I'm so nervous, yeah. then I won't. Then you won't. I'll be fine. Forget about it. Yeah. You're not live on air. Yeah. All right. Let's talk a little also, bit this about. this isn't brain surgery, people. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. It's let's... conversation. <laughs> yeah. It's conversation with someone that you've literally stalked their entire life. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I totally emphasize that for fun. All right. Let's talk about this. Let's get into some numbers here. You're preparing for Kim. You're preparing for Chloe. Yeah. Is there anything that you are doing behind the scenes to increase the monetization of this? Are you calling brands? I'm going to be down. Are you thinking about what you're wearing? Is Dear Media pitching you in a different way? Like this is a huge opportunity to make more money. Right. First of all, I have to tell you and be honest, Jason, I just when I started making money from this business, realized how not greedy I am because <laughs> okay. I don't care that much. Like, obviously it's fun to be making money and especially doing what you love. But I'm so like, the numbers mean so much less to me than the accomplishments and the mm. the thing the things that I get to do that are fun for me. Okay, so what happened with each episode? No. So each episode, instead of having like the usual ads that we have, sure. were sponsored by a sole sponsor. So like Shopify oh. did both of mine. And it was important to me, by the way, and this just shows like I am very specific about things. I wanted like a, like there was another brand that wanted to sponsor it. And I said no, because it wasn't like a cool brand. Hmm. And I was like, this is a Kim fucking Kardashian episode. Like, I want the brand to at least be badass. Ha- like, some everyone knows Shopify, yeah. like, knows what Shopify Shopify's is. Shopify's awesome. Yeah. I didn't want it to be like a, you know, probiotic sure. company nobody's heard sure. of. Teeth like, whitener. Yeah. Or like, like that. no. Yeah, yeah. Have it be like a cool brand. So it was important to me for that to happen. And they were the sole sponsor. And obviously, it's a lot more money than our usual ads, which is something I. I didn't think even about going into it, you know, like that, oh, this episode will actually make a lot of money. But luckily so, because then I had to pay for my travel and I took a stylist and I took hair and I took makeup. So all of that in my mind. All out of pocket. All out of pocket. How much did that all cost you? So, so, well, I flew out with my family because I was going to go for a week because it ended up being that the week I had Kim, I also was hired by Hulu to oh, do nice. the red carpet for the Kardashians. To so, do the interview. Right. You're going to be like the next assistant. You're going to be like part <laughs> of their damn team here. I don't know. It was a very Kardashian heavy week. It, it's not my life, but it was that week that I was supposed to do the interview on Friday. And on the thir- on the Wednesday, my agent called me 
And she was like, you know that the Kardashian premiere is on Thursday? And I was like, yeah, well, I'm not invited. She's like, you're hosting it. I was like, <laughs> excuse me. Okay. So they paid very, very well. So it was like knowing that I'm getting that money plus the 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 money from the episode, I was like, I don't give a fuck like how much the flights cost, the the stylist. This is a once in a lifetime thing. Do you think, do you, because Amanda is not the biggest numbers person. Yeah. So we're, we're doing a lot of ice skating <laughs> around, okay? Did you make more, do you think, on the podcast or hosting the Hulu? Hosting the Hulu. Okay. And then how about this as a multiplier? If, yeah. if one episode, you make X amount of dollars, how much more are you making on like a Kim episode? Like two times what a normal podcast, three times, five times, 10 times. Okay. I would say five times. Five times. I mean, that makes sense to get a guest like that. I mean, that, yeah. that is huge. Yeah. And when you, because you had an unbelievable set, does Dear Media cover that? You didn't have to cover that out of pocket. Well, that, we did it at at her office and Dear Media brought all that equipment. Okay. All so that equipment good. and it looks really good. No, it was a great, great setup. But yeah, I even asked them at the beginning, I was like, are you going to pay for like, anything because it's a big deal of for course, you too it's huge your yeah. dear media is all over yeah it. <laughs> so um no it's not part of the deal which i do understand because at the end of the day like we're both making money from this episode so it's like okay use the money you're making from the episode but it was a lot because i flew with my whole family so that's like what three that's four few thousand few bucks, thousand bucks yeah. for the flight and the hotel we, t- we took like an apartment so but the thing is with these things, Jason, is the money sometimes is so crazy, right? And like not real life. Yeah. That like, you know, I'll tell my mom, I'm like, oh, the stylist costs, I don't remember, like 2500 Sure. My mom's like, oh, what? You can. And I was like, yeah, but the amount that I'm making is like not a normal amount. So right. like, it's not like my mom spending 2500 It's like yeah. things that you make in this world sometimes are not proportionate to fucking anything. Right. So if you make, you know, yeah, yeah. Like your point is if you're making on like one deal, 25K and the cost of that are 2,500, your profitability is still of that deal, $22,500, which is a high margin, like based on what you're spending. Right. So I I totally get that. That's, that's wild. Who is the next dream guest you're going to land? You're going to have them all, all the Kardashians? I want to have like other guests. It's really fun for me. I think that I love talking to other podcasters and I love doing my regular podcast, but I think there's something about these huge name guests that like are a different ball game. You okay. know, they yeah. get you even more excited. Sure. And and obviously they have so much more reach. And so it's nice to be able to do those. I mean, that I've gotten to do. So now, obviously, like I have a dream list that I would want. Top three from your dream list. Haley Bieber. Okay. <laughs> Put it out there. Dream big. Put it out there. Amy Schumer. Okay. I feel like that's attainable. I feel like that's attainable. Very attainable. I actually talked to her team. Yeah. I think that's attainable. Yeah. Even though, like, I never know if I've talked shit. You know, you have to backtrack. I feel like Amy might appreciate that. Who's number three? Britney Spears. That would be iconic. She has, I think, a Broadway show coming out, actually. What do you mean? I don't know. I think she might have a Broadway show coming out. Do you have insider tea? Was I not supposed to say that? Oh my God, I don't know, but I love that you like have weird insider tea. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Well, I just think, and the thing is this world is so connected. So like, I do know somebody that knows her like manager really well. Not that means anything, but like things could happen just with how crazy this world is. But I'd be, I'd be, I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, you gotta try. Yeah, you Gotta go be a little it. delusional, okay. you know what I mean? Those are the three, those are the top three. You've already right nailed now, two yeah. big ones. That's yeah. huge for the business. Let's talk about your business a little bit. Okay. So someone says to you, Amanda, what do you do? How do you make money? What's your response? Can you make one up for me? Cause I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> what do you? I can. I don't but what, know what do to you say? say? What do you, so that, like you're at a happy hour. You're at a wedding. I know. Amanda, how like how are you gonna, making money? Like I start itching. I'm like I'm a have an Instagram account. Like I don't. I Jason. I have an issue. Like I feel so weird about it. Do you struggle with not having that identity, or do you not care? No, I don't struggle. I don't care. I just would like a name for it, please. Okay. Like I'm not gonna be like I'm an entrepreneur, and I'm not gonna be like. <laughs> <laughs> You, I'm not going to say that I'm like... You hate saying you're a podcaster. You hate right. saying you're an entrepreneur. Influencer, also, kill me. You also hate money, which is wild. Like, would you... Okay, I got to ask. Do you come from a bunch of money? No, I come from... I come from not money. I Andrew, come from a struggling your, a single mom. Does your partner crush it? Like, 
No, well, I'm crushing it right now, babe. I know you're crushing it, but, yeah. but you don't care at all. How are care. you not motivated at all by the dollar, like paying it that, like, but into that? But I think that. that's what's, like, beautiful about it. It is beautiful, but I'm so intrigued. I want that. <laughs> I Give me one fucking spoon. I'm such a piece of shit. <laughs> Give me you're a little such a spoon, like a little dash but, of okay, like that. Okay, but here's but why the dash, are Jason. Are you enjoying what you're doing? I love it. Would you maybe do this podcast even if you weren't paid for it? 100%. There you go. Yeah. Well, for 10 years of my life, I was doing all the other things, you know? Right. Chasing the titles, all I got lost in the suit, all that. Right. I was miserable. I was fucking, I mean, I was absolutely miserable T- dealing with tons of mental issues because of it. I mean, it was awful. So I I love that you did yeah. that. It's the one thing I encourage everyone to do. One thing I didn't do for 10 plus years, but still in my life, I'm still watching like even the quarterly reviews, like how do we be better, all that stuff. I love your attitude of just like, I don't, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. And I'm I, like that, but I'm but I'm like that. I'm like what like I have an audition. I'm like whatever it's supposed to be will be. I really believe in that, and I also believe like I have a college education. I have a resume that's probably not good right now, but I'm always <laughs> like if I you know the, all this ends tomorrow. Your resume is unbelievable. See, this is what's unbelievable. Oh, like, oh right. Your resume is unbelievable. Oh, okay. You self-sourced the most <laughs> the most influential human walking the planet. Oh, right. You sourced oh, her for an resume. hour. If you could like, do that, you, you could do anything. That to a company? Like, Hell fucking oh, okay. yeah. Okay. Like if you they'd be like, wait, this individual started something, created something, then self-sourced the person that no one See, can literally I have a conversation with. That yeah. skill set. That's why I've been talking about it for 45 minutes because the skill set <laughs> to do that is remarkable. It's unbelievable. No one could do that. I could hire right now 40 people and pay them a good amount of money for them to get me an interview with Kim Kardashian. They could work 40 hours a week, each of them, and they wouldn't get it done in probably three to six months, maybe more, maybe if ever. And you did it yourself. I did it myself. It's wild. Oh my God. Marry me, Jason. I need this all day. Damn. But do you think it's like, do you ever explain things like some of it is luck, right? Sure. There's always like a little, yeah. some of it is just like, it's a way like skin products are sold, right? It's like, at the end of the day, this isn't going to cure your skin. Sure. Sure. Right. Like if you buy Hailey Bieber's new line road that came out today, you're not going to tomorrow wake up and look like Hailey Bieber, no. right? Like no. you might be a little dewy after you sure. put it on. It might help your, you know, it might, I, I really don't, I really think that a lot of things are just who you are, yeah. what you were born with. But yeah, the money thing, it's like, I, I, yeah, it's a problem. Like my husband, now when he asks me how much things are, I'm like, I won't tell him. I'm like, why do you need to know? Like, why do you care? What do you mean? Give me an example. Like the stylist or what do you mean? No, the stylist how much um, was also a conversation. Like he cares more than me. He's like, how much is it? I'm like, excuse me. Give me an example. I'm, I'm giving you the stylist. Oh, oh, the, no, how no, much no. the stylist yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, but oh, with the stylist, I like I told him, but even, what did I just buy that was like, I bought a nightstand. How much and was the nightstand? So the nightstand was $400. Okay. He, my husband was like, how much was it? And I was literally like, why does it matter? And he was like, because I just want to know how much it was. And I was like, I don't get why it matters to you. And he was like, how much? Like, I wouldn't tell him because why does it matter to you? Interesting. Like, why does it, why do you need to know how much it costs? All right, so we came in this. We came in here before we started recording. I mean, I sat Just down. Just because it annoys me that he's still like to me. If I have money, yeah. then I'm not cheap. And it feels like when I was poor in my life, yeah. I'd be cheap. About you know, I'd go out to dinner with friends and be like, sure. "Wait, are we splitting the bill? Like, how much? Oh, she yeah. drank more than me, right?" But you, I always hope that when I encounter a cheap person, it's because. They're, they're, they're struggling it's right their now. affordability. Yeah, so it's your affordability. You're, and you're, my thing is like, if I have money, then I don't care about the money. If I don't, then I'll care. So you live under the basic principle of <laughs> make money, but just spend less than you're making and you're good. Yeah. Okay, I like it. But you came in, so a little background, a little behind the scenes. Amanda comes in, she goes, one thing I'm not talking about, I'm not telling you how much I make. Do you tell your, does your husband know how much you make? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, He's so you actually, have those open conversations. Oh, yeah, no, we have a joint account. Like, okay, okay. We have a joint account. Because you don't, you'd be so shocked at how many relationships are like, I know. no idea. We don't, really like, don't care, don't want to know, don't have the conversation, afraid to have the conversation. Like the whole love and money thing is a wild, that's a I whole know, different, a whole... that's a whole different animal. I think that's yeah. going to be book two. Well, we have our only account is joint. So I don't even know if that's like smart. I don't know if that's what I would advise for people to do, but that's how we've been. We've been together for like over 10 years. So I love it. We have an account together and he's on it. Like he actually, so I don't even know when money comes in, whole screenshot, like 
that money came in and okay. I'll add it to my Excel. <laughs> okay. So you, you're looking at your- He's on ex- top of it. He's on top of it all. You're looking at Amanda's Excel file. Yeah. Where, now I'm not even asking for dollars because I'm being respectful, but you where- You know when Caitlin Bristow comes on and gives you the dollars, I will. Caitlin Bristow won't come on. Okay. So I'm telling I you- I tried when, forever. So I know. So when Caitlin Bristow comes on- and You'll tell, come give and, me the dollars? And, yeah. There you heard it, right you there. Heard it. Lock it in, sign, sealed, <laughs> delivered. I got to break down Bristow and then I'll get Hirsch. But when you look at, and this is more of like a, a very, very answerable question. Yeah. Where money comes in though, so obviously you have podcast revenue that comes in, right? right? Where else for the things that you do, hosting, we, are, we already acknowledge that. You got right. like, you'll have these hosting one-offs. Yeah. Where else does like your business monetize? Well, Instagram. And do you do like from one-off partnerships lot. and stuff? Yeah, I wish yeah. I would do less. It's like those things that you I'm trying to be more on top of it now because I really do believe that like bigger deals that are longer lasting with brands that I love. Like, first of all, I'll never say yes to a brand if I didn't try it before. Yeah. But you guys would be shocked how many like emails you get. It's like, oh, do you want to do I'm like, I've never let me try it. Let me try to see if I like it. I would before. say I would say if I this is an assumption, it's not a fact. I'd say nine out of ten deals that you see. From influencers pitching, I would make the estimation nine to 10 did not try the product. Yeah. People are shocked. My agents actually told me, like, when I asked them, I was like, is this annoying to you that I keep asking you to, and because I'm always scared to annoy people, sure. which isn't a good thing, by the way. Don't learn from me. It's not annoying. <laughs> Be assertive. So they're like, no, that's, we're, they're like, it's totally awesome that you do that. Like, people don't do that. So for me, it's like really important because imagine you're doing a deal, you know, a soda okay. company. You know, haven't tried the soda. Sure. You get the soda. Yeah. It's disgusting. It's gross. What are you going to do? You're going to fucking lie? Yeah. So, or you're going to do a teeth thing and it actually hurt your teeth. Like, I'm not doing that. So I once did, I once had a brand reach out to me to do a thing. I asked for the product. <laughs> I'm trying it at home. And it gave me like, it was like a blackhead remover uh-huh. and literally like suctioned off my, like I had like marks and I sent it to my <laughs> agents and I'm like, we can't do this happened to me with so like I'll always try and sometimes I'll try again to be like really we can't do this like <laughs> it's really a shitty product so I'll always try it before but it's so much more fun when you love it would use it anyway like that's the real real go so I have long-term partnerships which is o- always cool. fun um and also a lot of one-offs gotcha. a lot like it's almost there are months where it would spend like every day how many deals in a month do you think you do like over 15. Over 15. But I'll Instagram. tell you what, I want to, I literally told my agents That's in an email wild. this week, like, like for me to be more organized, can we top it at 10? So then at least it's not even every other day. Wow. But I'll tell you what the thing is with me and why it kind of worked. A lot of my followers would be like, no, it's annoying. Is that <laughs> I have like a thousand stories a day. So the three stories of an ad are like, it's like nothing. a commercial on a TV exactly. show. It's not like a lot of influencers, like they'll post like their outfit tonight, but they have like one story. Like my stories are like, so it would feel a lot for them if just every day was an ad. Correct. Like that's something I got to be like, I'll do stories once every like two, three days. When I do them, I'll tell the full story of the day, like maybe 12 slides, but I'm not, my output of slides is probably one 20th right. of what your output right. is. Right. Who's doing all like all your slides and your content? Do you have a team doing it? Or you li- you put on every single slide is coming from you? I don't have a nanny. I don't have an assistant of anything. And every post comes from you? Everything. Nobody, I have no help in my life. No help. Even my agents, like uh, they were like at the beginning helping a little bit with my scheduling. And then they were like, that's not really our job. And they wanted me to get a manager. But I was like, I don't think I need a manager yet. What's your screen time you on your phone? You know how like bachelor people have like two assistants each? Yeah. I'm like, okay, Demi, not Lovato. What are you doing? <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> what are you doing that you need two? <laughs> that you need two. two. I don't fucking have one and I have a you child. You put more output of content in one week than all Bachelor Nation combined puts in a week. Probably. And you are doing it all solo yeah. dolo. I love it. Okay, so we only have you for a few more minutes, but if someone wants to grow their brand, grow their social, grow their podcast, what what's like the number one tip you give them? I would say, first of all, don't... I would say if people are want to get into this industry specifically, mm-hmm. like... It's so saturated that unless you have a a niche, a vibe that's different that you know you're good at, that you know you're passionate about, that you know you like know more than other people, just like think about it. So many people get into this game for the followers, for like 
that can't be the end game. Like there needs to be a beginning game, which is I want to do this because I love it. And, you know, I want to put out whatever it is that I want to put out there. And I want to share my style with people or whatever it is. Just don't start it to get to the point that is so hard to get to. You know what I mean? I know, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. So that's really my thing. Yeah. If you're setting like, if you're only focused, I guess, on the end goal, you're losing what it's going to take every single day, every hour, every minute to even get there. And you need to be more focused on Jason, what are those I, things I mean, you're doing. We were talking about making money. I didn't make money for five. Wow. Okay. Five years where I worked two other jobs where I was like, I love to do this. It's my hobby. And if it stays my hobby, that's fine. And when I was doing all these big things recently, it kept on ringing in my, like, it just kept on coming up in my mind. And I thought it was just such a beautiful thing that I remembered me telling me something good will come out of it. Wow. Year you know, six. I, I said, what'd so, you say? I said year six. That's the year. Year six. So I remember saying that to myself, like when followers weren't growing, sure. where like I didn't feel like, you know, I'd refresh my email every day. There'd be no, you know how like you're just waiting for an email, like yeah, something to come in, an yeah. opportunity. And I just told myself, keep going. Something good will happen. So believe in yourself and um, be a little delusional. I love that. Delusional. You said that people shouldn't focus on that end goal, focus on the day to day. When someone is thinking about your career track or you're thinking about your career track, what is your end goal now? You're friends with the Kardashians. You had them on the pot. Like what is, what's the plan for Amanda Hirsch? So there's part, a big part of me that just wants to go with the flow, but it does feel kind of like silly not to have even that big dream, even though it feels like unattainable. I think that today probably would be to like have my own show. TV show. Like show. Okay. Like, like, a t- like a television, like, like an a Ellen Chelsea type Handler. show. Yeah, like a, yeah, like a Chelsea Lately love vibe. It. I love it. Put yeah. it out there. Dream big. Put it out big. there. Dream big. If- it's hard to say, right? It's hard to say those big dreams because so many people would want that, right? Yeah. And like TV, all those big things like yeah. sound. But know that I was saying this to myself since I was a kid and yeah. how ridiculous I probably sounded then. Now, yeah. a little bit less ridiculous, sure. right? And yeah. every year probably, but... I think they just dare to dream the big dreams, even if they're big and people will look at you like you're stupid and you should just go study, you know, business. I love it. Sorry, but Jason, didn't you study business? Boring. Sure <laughs> did. Not once, but then did the dumb MBA route for accounting and finance on top. Little tuple cherries that cost too much money. All right. We got to end with a trading secret. Amanda Hirsch, everyone that comes on, name of the show is Trading Secrets. Give one piece of advice, either financially, career track, something they can't learn in a textbook or classroom or Google, something that can only come from you and your experience. One trading secret. It could be anything. You could just take a shot and it could absolutely suck, but you got to take a shot. What's it going to be? Know your worth. Oh, I love that. Know your worth. Okay. Can I ask you one follow-up? Yeah. What advice would you give someone if they feel like they don't know their worth? Yeah, that's hard. It is hard. I've been there. I've been like, so 35,000 a year. Okay. You know, (laughs) and you're like, you look back and you're like, what? I I was going to work for, you know, at WeWork for 15 hours a day and make $30,000. Like I said before, when you're going for an interview or when you're starting a business, whatever it is, like, you know, deep down that you know what you're doing, that Mm -hmm. you are skilled, that you in whatever you're doing, there's a reason you're there. There is a reason that the, the person is interviewing you. So know that you're bringing something to the table too. Like you don't need to take anything somebody offers you. I love it. I love it. it reminds, Jason, we just had Jason Oppenheim on. And one of the things he talked about was never, I'll never do a discount. I'll never do a deal. If someone's trying to negotiate like a lower agent commission, I'm not for you. I know what I'm worth. And if you don't want to hire me, go get the next guy. And I like it. And it's perfect with your trading secret. Well, Amanda, thank you so much for thank being you. on Trading Secrets. Congratulations on all the success. It is thank so you. exciting. Year six, you got Chloe, you got Kim, you got aspirations. It's fun to watch from a distance and all the best. Thank you. Thank, thank you. For coming you. This was on. so fun. Hopefully it wasn't too uncomfortable. Talking no, numbers. I love it. All right. Good. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Ding, ding, ding. We are ringing in the closing bell to the one, the only Amanda Hirsch podcast. Wow. I I loved her energy. I love her. I'm a huge fan. Everything Dear Media told me about her with this kind of how she is. She was just like that in person. She's just like that with her content. She's crushing it. We got the Curious Canadian, the one, the only, coming in hot. I see your reviews out there. You guys are loving the Curious Canadian. I'm loving them. Make sure you go give them a follow on IG, David Arderwin. Curious Canadian, what do we got today? 
Thanks for the shout out there. I really appreciate that. I got you. Um, I got you. She was great. And you know why she's great? She's one of those podcasters that are guests that we had that I had no clue who she was until I started listening. And all I can say about her is her off the cuffness, her self-deprecating humor is what I hope and strive to be as a podcaster. I thought her energy was incredible. Before we get into her, Jay, I'm going to, I've been curious of this and I haven't asked you. Last episode, I said you were going to the Hamptons for Jill Zarin's party. Yep. I wanted your three curious Jason Hamptons takeaways of the Hamptons. Do you have those for me? And what do you got? I want to hear about that quick. Okay. <laughs> First of all, Jill Zarin's party was great. It was good to go there. Uh, There's a lot of people there. All the housewives were there. The food God was there. We got to get him on the pod. Um, so that was great. My takeaway from Hamptons, it might be, it might be, the most overrated place I've ever been to in my entire life. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. People always talk about the Hamptons. And I had this perception in my head of what it was. I'm thinking it's like the wildest, the craziest, like the most pristine water everywhere and yachts and boats in Miami and all this stuff. Okay, all it is, it's a dirt road and a whole lot of greenery. That's it. I couldn't see water anywhere. I could, I'm like, where's the fucking water? Where is everything? Because what's happened, from my understanding of the questions I've asked, is the big billionaires or the, the multi-zill, multi, you know, 100 million plus, they have bought such a, a large amount of real estate by the water. And they, of course, put in the big driveways. And God bless you, you got that money. I do the same thing. But for your average individual who's just coming through the Hamptons like myself, you don't really get access to that. You can't can't see anything. And the only way you're actually going to be able to go to where you'd want to go, which is the water, is going to an outlandishly overcrowded <laughs> place. And the overcrowded places are hilarious because they're like holes in the wall, but everyone is like dressed like there's a runway. And it's just like, it's it, you could tell it's the who's who's, it's the scene of the scene, it's the top 1% of the top 1%. I also got to podcast with uh, the owner, Danielle Bernstein from Who Wore What, which was awesome. She's great. Can't wait for that to come out. But I think it's the most overrated place in the entire planet. By the way, you got to drive three and a half, four, four and a half, five hours to get there. Brutal. I'm like, what the fuck? We could have taken a 45 minute flight to like Nantucket or so. I don't know. <laughs> like, what are we doing? That's a great recap. I mean, that's just a great recap from it. I think you said 10 curious things in there. It is the definition. You know how everyone says like, oh, it's better to know someone with a pool than have a pool. It's better to know someone with a boat than have a boat. You just got to know someone that has a place in the Hamptons. And that's the only way that it's even, I don't even know if it's worth the four hour trip. Um, my former boss has a place in the Hamptons on Southampton, a huge property that he that he's had for a while. He said, and this was like five years ago, he said that it was 10, it was, he has it on the bay in the waterfront, $10 million an acre for waterfront property there. Oh. And his place, and his place was on like 14 acres. It's, we were doing a lot of research and every place that Evan and I passed, we would say like, how much is that? And look it up. And all these places are five, 10, 15, 20. There was one place that was like 60 million that we passed. And what's crazy is how many people rent out there and the rental, we're talking dollar amounts, right? The rental property, it's like a hundred K a month. And the other interesting thing is we went to one of Evan's really good friends and we uh, hung out at her house for a while. Uh, and she has a pool and, and, um, and she was saying that, I want to make sure I get the number right. I think it was for garbage. So they, you have to commit to 52 weeks if you're going to do garbage. The problem is no one's out there 52 weeks. So you're right. really not getting any value. And it's like 500 bucks a week just to get your garbage picked up. Oh, my so God. So, like, I mean, it was crazy. And that's the other interesting thing is, like, when we would go to her house. So I stayed at this little bungalow that was, like, right on the water. And then Evan and his wife stayed at their friend's house. But when we'd go during the day and hang out by the pool, it was amazing, right? I mean, the place is gorgeous. It's beautiful. But also I was thinking about it. I'm like, okay, we're at a pool with an unreal backyard. But we can't see, we couldn't see the ocean or anything. I'm like, we could be anywhere in the world and this would be amazing, right? So like, why is it the whole Hamptons thing? I don't know. So moral of the story, unless you get invited to be on summer house and go to the Hamptons and get paid to do it. Don't do it. Save your money. Go somewhere else. Which by the um, way, we did. Kyle Cook invited us to go film at the summer house and we just had too much going on. But so that's maybe next time we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll take sure, the curious sure Canadian a, with us. Make sure I get a plus one to that. But yeah, I mean, um, it's listen, it's sick. Like if you get the chance to go out there, go out there, but I just don't, I don't understand the, I don't get it. I don't get it. As long as, long as it's on someone else's dime. Too. Yes. 
Um, all right, let's pivot because I mean, Amanda was was the goat. She was awesome. I got to ask you off the top: How much better is it for in person interviews? A million. So, like, uh, and it sh- it shows also with our our track record, right? Like, when we do in person interviews, we get better content that does better. We get better audio that does better, and the conversations become more organic, and then the downloads go up. So, in person is so much better, and then you could actually build like a relationship with them. It's so much better. So, can I just take tell you my biggest takeaway from this entire episode? Let's hear it. Go. So I was fascinated by her because you could tell why she's so successful in her podcast. You can tell why she's so relatable. You can tell why famous people gravitate towards her because she makes you feel like a friend. But she has this brand that is like so nonchalant. And the most interesting part of the interview for me was you and I know you and her and like feeling like I know her now you are all about like dollars and cents and like success. And like you, you were, you were her biggest like hyper. You were like hyping her <laughs> up, like really telling her how incredibly she was like, do you not realize if I hired these people and gave them six months to get court, they could never get it. And she was like, Oh my God, like I'm, that's pretty good. Um, <laughs> but she had a quote that she said, numbers mean so much less to me than accomplishments. I realized how not greedy I was when I started making money from the podcast, but then she kind of contradicted herself. To in my eyes, when she said her trading secret was, was know your worth. And yeah. I think that knowing your worth is she's doing 15 Instagram ads a month. You can't tell me that money's not important to her or she wouldn't be doing the ads. Yeah, She should know her worth and take a little more pride in demanding the dollars for the value that she creates. Um, and the most fascinating thing for me was I feel like you were like, pushing her in these directions of conversations she wants to have in terms of money and finance and future and building the business. And she was like dipping her toe in the water and wanted it. But then she was like, nah, no, I'm just, you know what I mean? And it was (laughs) so interesting to me, but I was like, I wonder if the mics cut off and you got her in a room. Like, I feel like she would be like, Hey Jason, I really want, I really want some advice. I really want some help. I, I know my worth. I want to grow this thing. So for me, knowing you and seeing her and she's so good at, at her brand and what she does, I, that was just the most dynamic thing for me. There's so many things there. Cause one of the big reasons I wanted her to come on wasn't to like find out how much your podcast makes or anything. Right. I really wanted to understand how a person that just built something from absolutely nothing and no jump off like a TV show or anything like that got a hold of the number one most influential, you know, potentially the most influential today, this moment, person in the world. And not only got a hold of them, but like has built an unbelievable relationship. And because if she can do it and you could take takeaways from that, then someone listening could do it when they're selling whatever they're selling in the world that they live in or when they're trying to negotiate with their boss. Like if Amanda Hirsch from her podcast can sit down and build a relationship with the Kardashians, you the listener right now, this you're listening, you can do it too. And so that was a big takeaway, but she didn't want to talk money at all, which I totally understand. And I loved how she challenged me. She's like, when you get Caitlin on the podcast, yeah. then I will talk. Okay. So I'm going to get Caitlin on the podcast and Amanda, I hope you listen and recap. I'm coming back to you. But I think the thing what she was saying about value, David, wasn't like dollars and cents, but it was like, understand your global value, if that makes sense. Like she yeah. definitely understands like what she's yes. doing is timely and important and has huge engagement, crushing it. But I don't think to your point, she's like done the, the, the scratch scientific analytical data to say like, this is the number that's correlated to my value because it's wild. She like breaks news. Like she, she like breaks news for the Kardashians and I'll see your post and no one can get even more than like a hundred likes these days on Instagram and she'll get like a hundred thousand likes. Exactly. And, and the beauty of her is she is so authentic. She truly does it as a passion. It's the only reason why she's successful at it. She's like, I'd be doing this stuff if I, you know, if I, if I didn't have a podcast, like it's just what I enjoy doing, but hearing her say, know your worth. And then also hearing her say like, Oh, the money's not, but you know, the reason why I do it, that's okay. It doesn't have to be, but know your worth and still get paid for it. Cause you're putting out this content and everyone loves it. And it's not going to change who you are, how you approach it. You clearly love it. You know, just, just get that bag. So uh, <laughs> maybe, you know, bump that, the Instagram ads down to from 15 to five a month and just get paid for what you're already doing because people are consuming it. So she's just so goddamn funny. I went on, I followed her right away went through like 10 of her stories and I was like, Oh my God, you're hilarious. You approach social uh, pop culture the same way I do. And I text you and Evan and annoy you with stuff like, Oh my God, <laughs> did you guys see this? Um, I DM'd her right away. I was like, you're my spirit animal. Like I can see why you're so successful. Like did she, she respond awesome. or no? No, not yet. Okay. So, Amanda, you know. yeah, hopefully you're still listening here. Give David well, a little response. Here's a good transition. 
here's a good transition because you guys talked about the uh, the inbox and the DMs because she got DM'd by the Kardashians to be on the episode. And so you talked about the primary, general, and all box, which is something that I'm not familiar with. So I just DM'd there. I'm probably in one of these boxes. Help, help me out. Where do I sit? Okay, so that's such a good point. So you are definitely, I would assume, in the general box or no, in the all box. So when you look at, I'm going to show you, David, when you look at the messaging, right? There's three boxes. When we get messages, there's primary, you see that. Okay. okay? And yeah. then right next to primary, it says general. It's like another okay. folder. Okay. And then it is the request box and there are top mm. requests and all requests. So my request, like this, I just went into my request box. I would have never seen it. Apparently almost famous podcast just mentioned me in a story. I don't know what that's about. Right. But that's it. I would have never seen it. I would never got a okay. notification. So I guess imagine that like almost if you will, like VIP. So primary, I'm almost certain is if you follow that person, it will go in the primary box. The general yep. box, you can move people from the mass box to the general. Um, or if it's, uh, I think, someone that has a larger following. I don't know the exact dynamic of what makes someone go in general. Okay. And then there's the request box. And so I think you would have gone in to see this 99 plus. That's my request yeah. box. You would have been in there. So the only way she would have seen that is if she hit requests, went to all, and then was able to sort yours out. I'm just the voice of the viewer. I'm in the 99 plus box. I'm just well. Just let's well, you know what. There. Let's get you to that general box, man. Give the guy, so guy the follow. If someone, if <laughs> someone that you don't follow but is verified DMs you, will they go in a primary because they're verified? Does the blue check get you like status in the inbox game? Well, it go in Instagram. I think it goes to general or in these requests in the request box, the bass box. You can sort it by all requests or top oh. requests. Top requests. See how this says top requests? Almost famous is at the top because they're verified, yep. but they're in the, my bass box. Now, what's different about Twitter in the Twitter messaging system, there are, it's different you can see who is verified and who's not. So for my notifications, I get all notifications, mentions when I'm mentioned, and then you see verified. So if someone is verified, there's this whole section of anytime someone likes comments or retweets or anything just for verified on Twitter. Okay. Yeah. I like that. There's I the like answer that. from the Curious Canadian. All right. So one thing she did skirt around was numbers. So before we wrap this up, I got I to gotta throw a hypothetical at you. She said she made five times more for the Kim Kardashian episode on her ads. And then she got paid more than what she made on the episode for the Hulu red carpeting gig for the premiere of the Kardashians on Hulu. Okay. So I'm going to just throw it out there. She nicely ice skated her way around that question. Uh, how much do you think she made off ads for the Kim K episode? And then how much do you think she made off the Hulu premiere? She said she got five times the rate for the five times, five times her normal ad rate. And how many ads did she do? Did she say that? Again? She only did the one Remember, She said she really just wanted one cool one. She did Shopify. I would bet it's like a, it's like a, a 25 K 25 K episode, 30 K. Okay. So the, so the Hulu gig was probably, you know, in the, yeah. in the 30 to 50 range. So right now, you know, what's nice about being in like my Instagram world, right? And then also having the podcast is I can bring ads that I, like if I have a product or something I'm doing on Instagram, I could bring it to this this podcast and it might not be a technical ad, but it also can add value to what I'm doing there. So the like I'm trying to do that more. And if we have zero ads, I'm definitely going to do it for this one. So love giving the viewers the full transparency of all the, the scoop, business people, psyche. The scoop. So the one I did on Trading Secrets uh, Instagram, if you haven't followed, go follow, is for Zencaster. And so Zencaster is now the platform we're using now. So you know how our video is much more clear, it's crispier uh, for podcasting, the quality is better, the audio is better. Everything that we weren't getting out of their competitors, we're getting out of Zencaster. So that's one that I promote on the podcast. That's a platform we're using today. And so if you are podcasting at home or you're just talking to someone and want to record it, or you're looking for an alternative where with better clarity and audio, go to Zencaster. So that's what I promote on Trading Secrets IG. It's a great product uh, right now. If you go to Zencaster.com slash pricing and just enter my promo code, which is Jason, you'll get 30% off your first three months. So go check it out. Zencaster.com, Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R.com. Promo code was Jason, the same one that was on the Instagram promo. And um, 
you're good to go. Check out Zencaster. It's a game changer. I mean, Dave, uh, look at your face. You look beautiful on here. Absolute game changer. Huge confidence boost. I'd like to say that this uh, my my poolside tan is the confidence boost that I need, but uh, I, I stepped on the scale today and it just laughed at me instead of giving a, a number out because I've just been super host for the last three weeks. I had you in town. I had Ben and Natalie in town July 4th. My parents were here just here from Vancouver, Canada for two weeks. They just left. I'm com- horrifically out of shape. It's the middle of summer and that's just that's just where we're at right now. Curious Canadian, you do you, buddy. You do you. While we're here though and we're wrapping up, uh, I want to give a shout out to some people that have given us unbelievable reviews. Um, Lindy, yes. L-Y-N-D-I-W-I-E E-A-N-D, uh, great review. Uh, Pretty in Pink 3 was her name. She gave us an awesome review. Haley Rose is a realtor. Haley underscore Rose underscore realtor. Thank you for your review. Um, I, we love the detailed reviews. Uh, Court Galley N-C-H, that's Courtney Gail Lynch. You gave us an amazing review. And you guys, not only are Allie Rich, thank you. Uh, Eve Maria Cav, thank you. Uh, v Moody, thank you. You guys are giving us great reviews. And not only are you giving us reviews, but you're giving us feedback, which we can use. And we're, we're watching, we're listening. So please, if you're listening to this, give us a review. Give us a guest you want. Give us an opinion. But make sure you give us five stars. Go follow David Arduin on Instagram. Give Jason Tardick a follow. Go check out our Facebook group, Trading Secrets. Go check out our Instagram, Trading Secrets. And uh, what else, David? You got anything else for me, brother? I just, I just got to give myself a shout out because the <laughs> amount of gigabytes that I have cleared in the cloud from people taking my advice and DMing me and writing in the reviews that they were like, oh my God. I did this or I do this on planes. I delete all my photos. I delete texts. I've cleared so much space. This is such a good activity. I'm always so bored on planes. Shout out to my people out there. You know, and we got a lot of window people in the in the list, in the comments too. So I'm I'm all about that. We're, I was, we're a good fan. We're a good community here. I was actually just on a flight and I had the window seat and the girl wanted to change with me so she could have the window seat. And I was telling her about like this discussion. She's like, oh, I'm a big window seat person. We like got into it. She was lovely. Worked at TJ Maxx. Shout out to her. Um, okay, love it. David, thank you. The Curious Canadian. Always love the recaps. Give us five stars, guys. Hopefully you found this episode to be another episode of Trading Secrets you couldn't afford to miss. And we will see you next Monday for another episode of Trading Secrets. One, I'm not even going to say hope anymore. One, I know you can't afford to miss. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.